This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1307, How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone, by Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Optimal Relationships Daily with me, Greg Audino. Happy to report that today we will be reading a post from Stella Grisant, who we haven't heard from in a while, far too long. This post focuses on how to stop feeling frustrated with someone, including some good practical tips. So let's not wait another moment. Let's give her work the floor and optimize your life. How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone by Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com My husband snores. Not too much or too loud, however. It's just enough that it feels like he's grading at my dreams and sending electric shocks through my body, even while I'm wearing earplugs. Of course, intellectually, I understand he can't help it. Nevertheless, when my sleep is disrupted by his snoring, boy, do I get angry. And then, because I'm frustrated and feeling hopeless, oh my god, am I ever going to sleep well for the rest of my life, I get even more upset and more awake. Not fun. Now, before we get any further, is there a person in your life who frustrates you? Hold on to that thought, and I'll finish my story. Several weeks ago, we took a family skiing trip, and I slept in the same room as both my husband and three-year-old daughter, Lenore. Lenore had a cold, so now she was snoring too. I noticed that I had a dramatically different response to my daughter snoring. I wasn't angry with her at all. What's that about? Here's what I got for you. It's easy for me to appreciate the innocence of my child and forgive her, but my husband, an adult, that's different, right? It's almost common sense. A child is innocent and an adult should know better, even though in this case, I know, I know he can't help it. But here's the deal. What would your experience with the people who trigger you feel like if you assumed their innocence? Sit with that. Bring up that image of the person who annoys you. Can you imagine them as a child who is pure and only wanted to love and please you? Now, of course, it may seem completely impossible, especially with Bob from accounting who insulted you in front of everyone at the board meeting, or with Mary who blatantly took credit for your work, or with the waitress who messed up your order and didn't apologize. But is it really that different? Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of Nonviolent Communication, says that there is no such thing as an insult. It's only a tragically expressed need. As we grow up, life happens and we learn to believe things or to respond to circumstances through fear. If I admit I'm wrong, I'll show weakness, tragically expresses the need to be strong. If I speak up, I'll be punished, 
tragically expresses the need to be perceived as good and likable. If Amy tries that again, I'll show her, tragically expresses the need to be safe. Unfortunately, responding from fear or anger will only sabotage our chances of creating positive change. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to feel negative emotions. It just means that you better take a break until your heart feels calmer. By the way, this also doesn't mean that you should be a doormat and not hold folks responsible. It's just about how you do it. I can hear your skepticism. That's nice, Stella. You're so positive. But if I'm angry, there's no way I'm going to see someone's innocence. Yes, you can. And it's not that difficult. It's just not what you're used to doing. The first step is to be willing to think a new thought. Even if 99.9% of you is convinced of one story, just by consciously reserving 0.01% of willingness to approach this with new eyes, you may notice a dramatically new reality unfold. It sounds like this in your head. 1. Be willing to see it differently. Okay, I'm super annoyed right now. I'm willing to see this differently. Even if I just wish this person the absolute worst, I'm going to reserve one ounce of possibility to see this in a new light. Two, be willing to be curious. Ah, that's the oddest thing that Mary just said. I wonder what that's really about. Three, be willing to not judge. All I can think right now is that Bob is a bully and has no appreciation for anyone's work He's the worst leader I've ever worked with. Okay, okay, let me take a breath and be willing to not judge. If you're waiting for the clouds to part and a hallelujah song to cue instantaneously, you may be disappointed. You have to be patient. So, step number four is to pause. Four, just wait. Don't send an email, don't text, don't speak until you're calm and can communicate with empathy, kindness, or at least calmness. I can't guarantee how that willingness will transform your experience, but I know for certain it's only going to help. Just notice what you notice. The more important factor in communication when dealing with a confrontation is not your words, but your energy. It's how you're being. Your willingness to not lead from fear directly impacts the quality of your being. No one can really hear you or see your innocence when you're angry and frustrated. I hope this helps. And if you need more, I'm here for you. I am beaming you love and practicing this alongside with you. Now when I wake up from Elias snoring, I try to gently request that he turn to his side. Plus, I got better earplugs. You just listened to the post titled, How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone by Stella Grisant of Whoopah.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And a big thank you to Stella for this one. I really love this process she walked us through at the end, especially. I think there's a lot of time for reflection in this part, particularly around that question in step two. I wonder what that might be about, which gives us a chance to really sit with that unexpressed pain that she mentioned earlier that she quoted from. And another thing we can do when considering how to communicate with someone who's frustrated us is to turn the light around on ourselves, right? Because certainly we have all upset people, and in many of those cases, if not all, we have ideas as to how we didn't mean any harm, or maybe that any anger we expressed to them was really rooted in a type of fear. So, It can be helpful to reflect on times when we can see how we might have upset others in spite of good intentions, not only for the sake of empathy, but also so, uh, you know, we can reflect on what type of treatment we might have liked to have received after, what type of compassion and understanding we would have wanted to be met with. It definitely requires some open-mindedness and willingness to forgive, but these are things I think we're all trying to improve upon anyway, right? Right. Okay, folks, that does it for today. Thanks as always for swinging by and be sure to do the same tomorrow where I will have a post for you from Alicia Janey of Modern Love Counseling. That's where your optimal life awaits.